0: Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning everyone and welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. We're going to start by And we're going to end this, this whole series. And all this learning is in the of all the Yidin Israel, specifically the soldiers and Yashif Yitzchak Ben Simcha, and also for all the hostages that from Shem, they should be strong and come back safe. And we're going to focus on Keshet Ben Natalia. Keshet Ben Natalia could be safe. Okay. okay. Let's begin. So, starting parakim, I wanted to tell a quick story before we start. That sort of connected to everything we've been talking about. A lot of for bringing <clears throat> for a friend's birthday, Thursday night, and someone that was there. I don't know his whole story and his history, but clearly there was like some conflict in his relationship with Hashem. Wasn't a typical run-of-the-mill person. And during the forring like it was near the end, it was a little late already, he goes, it wasn't a typical forring either. Whatever he goes, basically he's like, "What's what do you define as most successful? A person that has a billion dollars or a person that's a brain surgeon? So we were all trying to like, it's not necessarily, how could you define either one as successful? What is, you know, like, what's his life like? What are these people's lives like? That's that's sort of what everyone was asking. He said, no, no, no it doesn't matter. Just these two, these are two options. So we were like, so at some certain point, I'm like, what are you trying to get at? Like, well, instead of us trying to answer your question and what you want us to answer, what are you trying to get to get?" At? So he goes, so he goes like this. He goes, is there a difference between, between being success, like between, if you write on it, he goes. You, you're applying for a credit card, yeah, and you make eighty thousand a year. So on this credit card, one of the questions asks, "How much money do you make?" So you you don't write eighty thousand, you write a hundred thousand. He goes, "Is that is that this is that lying or not?" So I said to him, "Yeah, <laughs> like what's the question that is?" So he told me, "You're the first person to tell me that." And then he said. And then if you do something wrong, like a family member, and you say something's not true, is that the, is, are, are they the same category of lying? So I said, yeah. So he goes, yeah, no, most people say it's not. And they say there's different levels. And then he went on to explain back to his, like, a question of what's more hush of what's more successful, a billionaire or a brain surgeon. He basically went on to say that, that, that it's the billionaire, and to be successful, this is what he said in his own words: To be successful, you have to—you can't be honest. We don't work together, which was pretty shocking to hear. Any, he, not—not that anything wrong with him, and just he didn't internalize the messages of khasirah. So He didn't learn the message. He's not like—I don't think—he comes from Hasidic background or a Chabad background, to be more correct. But the point is, the point is, he was saying. That that the reality of life is you have to not be honest to be successful. And this is sort of, I think you could sort of say, this is like what we're saying in the moment, I'm talking about that, that clip of things that can receive more. He was saying if you go through and you go through, and then also what's interesting is, so that was like a little interesting. And then by Shabbos, I was at a Milava market for someone's you know, your or whatever and over there, I brought up this discussion what he said. So someone said, someone said, not necessarily, he's right. I was like, what do you mean? So he said, it, it, it could be that if you want to be successful, you have to do things that are shady, that are not 100% honest. But, but, but we don't choose that. We're not choosing the, the rich life. We're choosing the life of connected to Hashem. So it could be, sometimes to Hashem, you make less money, but that's what we're choosing. It, it, it's a priorities. If you prioritize, this is what the guy was saying, if you prioritize making money, so maybe you have to be a little shady, but that's that's your, that's your what you got in life. So that was also very shocking. And then someone else said, so I said, it doesn't make sense. What do you mean? Yeah, like, it doesn't work. Someone said, like, how honest do you have to be? Like basically he was saying that that like there's being honest and there's being honest. You know, you're a salesman, so you have to you do not say everything. So I was I was also shocked from that. It was a very shocking experience. But the point is that now what we gotta learn and that, that what we're learning here is that ultimately it's like a side point, but like we always gotta be honest. 100 percent straight. And 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 if we think we're not going to gain as much, it's not true. Connecting to Hashem is also going to gain everything you need. And, and 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 I guess ultimately the question also came up: with Shabbos that, was what is success? The the mistake that this person was having that he was saying two options of success were being a billionaire or brain surgeon making less money, and he was saying like, everyone would choose the billionaire. And and we but but the reality is. The definition of what's the definition of success is success having a lot of money because that ne- not necessarily or necessarily not is actually a cause for more stress. And just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean anything. It's, it's priorities in life. And if if you have it, if you have proper priorities, if your head's on the street, you know it's like the story. I don't know if I share this here. That someone by the Reb, I don't remember the whole story, but he the Rebbe said to him, he goes, "What bracha do you want? I'll give you a bracha." So the guy said, I want to have success in my business or something. And then he said, Nabach, you missed. He goes, You had an opportunity to get anything you want. You should have asked the important things. In my head, when I first heard that, I was like, What's more important than being successful in your business? You have money, you can do everything. Never said, You could have asked for nachs from your children. And I was like, Wow, that is very, very true. So you could. But well, let's let's get into the into the maim. So Peric Gimel. Ma'imon you're a so And this is why from what we said all what we said till now is why we are we are given over in the times of galos. We're subjugated and were low. We're not the way that it should be like the way it was at the base of mikdash. we'll see. Because This is because why is it not going so well for us? Because of the the collective sins of the Jewish people. In the times when we used to all do, or most of us were doing the will of Hashem. Like in the times of Esau Mikdash, it says over there, We were on a much higher level. We had a lot of gashmas. We were taken care of, like it says. Oh, how you Everyone had his own fig and 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 vine, and we basically had everything we needed. We lived life comfortable. So what it says. In times of the base of that's how it was for the Jewish people. With in contrast to the time of galus, we call tuf it's lacking in all the good of Gashmos, like we experience. And we're very, we're very low down. And this is the reason for all the sins. That's because, that meaning for all the sins. This is the reason why it's not working. So all the words of Navim, like all of them said, that if we don't do what we're meant to be doing, it's going to be not so good. And so and such so what we're saying is a time of God and even though we could say it's a little it's a little interesting because we're living in a time where we're, we're relatively good, as much as we might not realize it, but we do live abund- abundantly more wealthy than our parents. Maybe not in the amount of money we have, but for sure in the lifestyle that we live, It's it's infinitely greater than we ever had we live longer we have more opportunity we can do more things we can more connect we can connect more just everything you have in life is so much more opportunity but but in general what we're saying is in the times of the based when we were doing two mitzvahs so then we had good whereas in the time of godless because of our sins so we don't have it that good and, and, and our, our place in society is not where it should be. doesn't make sense. So the ultimate question. So, but why can't we just receive a makif when we have it all good? Why does it have to matter? Why is, the, is our lifestyle dependent on our mitzvahs? Why is what we do so important? Yeah, and that's the question because we see that a person that doesn't like this guy was saying. If you want to be successful, don't go to mitzvahs, right? You're going to be honest and determine Terei and you have to be honest with the your business. You're not going to, you're not, be, you're not going to succeed. This was his reality. He was saying the reality is you're not going to succeed. Go through Makif. It doesn't matter. Hashem doesn't care, and you just look like, like Hashem's not involved in business. Ultimately, that's what he's saying. He's not involved, and I can receive. Freely for oh. Makif. So, what's the answer? Why doesn't it not work? <speaking in Hebrew> because our relationship with Hashem is an inner relationship. It's an inner, deep relationship. <speaking> in <Hebrew> and the way we receive our chayos, our lifefulness, our life force, <speaking in Hebrew> comes from an inner light. So, <speaking> in <Hebrew> which is through fulfilling mitzvahs. The reality is, that's how our lifestyle is. That's how we were built. That's how we man, our relationship is. We have a relationship with God, like we use the example of the kid. He has a relationship with his parents. It doesn't work the other way. Like, and like like this person, when I heard him saying us uh, whatever, I I heard, overheard him when I was talking. And and he's whatever, I don't know what his whole story is. He doesn't seem like he's walking out so well with him and, and Hashem. He has a few quarrels. For whatever happened in his life. But but he would not agree to any of this. Just dumb. But but this is what we're saying Hashem, we have a real relationship, and all of that to to express itself, it's through doing terumitzrus. If we go through Hashem's chukim, his statutes, then. I'll give you the rain at, at its time, and I'll give the land its, its produce. all the physicality, all comes about through the fulfillment of Now, you might come and say, but I see, you know, I heard one story, someone said to Repin Yukov, big chassid, and he said to him, he goes, I, that's what the guy was saying. He goes, I do all the right things. I'm trying. to turn a mitzvahs, a daven, I learn, have a bid, everything. And I, and I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I struggle a lot. And I see this guy that he doesn't, I just seem in learning and he hasn't ever even a bid. And he's, and he's like way more successful than I am. He goes, what's the, what's the deal? I don't think he quoted from here, but like, look, it, it doesn't make sense. How does it go? So opinion said to him, he goes, You don't know what he has. You don't know what merits he has. So this is an important realization. we got to understand that, that we can't take this and say, oh, but I see someone different. So it's not true. You don't know anything about anyone's life. And 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 the honest truth is the older you get, or the more you're sensitive to it, the more you realize you have no clue what's going on in anyone else's life. And everyone has their struggles. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. And just, and, and, when, and when you're able to recognize, instead of like looking at everyone else, but look at all the parakhis you have, I said to my wife yesterday about it. that we have, we all have a white wall in our lives with a few dots. And the question and the problem, the challenge of life is to not focus on the dots and focus on the white wall. And when we can see that, we'll make a big difference. And that's all. we just got to worry about ourselves and see all the white dots and then say, how can I clear off those black Sealed the whole white wall and had to clear off these little black dots. But instead, we see a wall full of black dots. But we have to recognize it's a white wall. Life is good. We have a lot of blessings. I just need to rub off a few little issues we have. And even when it comes to Torah we get plenty of ashpah. Because we're receiving from the pnimius, from the inner dimension, from the inner relationship, which is coming from Hashem's essential light. The insert light, and sometimes this light, even more of a relation, comes down into se'irish an they would get more than se'irish being brought down into into their world and had a very good life. The through in general. And through the bringing of the Karbanis. They had a good relationship with Hashem. They worked on it. They were very connected. And they were able to receive. They were making themselves clear to receive. Therefore, also the Gashrus was more abundant. But it was in an inner a way. And like we said before, the relationship that we have with Hashem is a real inner connection. And therefore, we can't circumvent it and just try to go through the maqib. I'm not going to turn mitzvahs, but I'll go to a place where Hashem doesn't care about me, doesn't care about you, doesn't care about anything, and I can get. And and for a good, for a person an I worship, and a person that's doing the wrong thing, that's totally disconnecting themselves, they can get for a certain amount, but, but that's not the relationship. Hashem doesn't work that, that way with us because we're in a real relationship. And a parent, the worst thing a parent can do is, is say, have whatever you want. I give up. That's like it's, it's, it's defeating, and, and like it, it erodes the relationship. The whole relationship with its struggles with a child is is that is that no, I care about you, and you can't do that. That's not the way it works. And when the child does right you say exactly that's good. Keep up the good work. Of course, we have to have unconditional love and all those things. But but the point we're we're showing here that Shem has an inner love for us, and that connection. And that causes that we have to do things. We can't just sit there and say, I'm not going to do whatever I want. I don't want to have a relationship with Hashem. It doesn't work that way. He does. All of us, we should, we should recognize our relationship with Hashem. We should recognize to mitzvahs is the way to go. And when we do that, to mitzvahs, we that, to receive from Hashem's inner dimension, inner light. And He really cares. Have an amazing day.